Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives from varying skill range. I am the one who's always dragging Liz along. Andrew, with me, the one people describe as the end of a dog you don't want to pet, Keith. <laughs> Hello. And the one who's a real big female dog, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, I wanted to do something lighter and easier for us, so I picked... Fogs, pogs, peahogs. Uh, uh, hogs. Fogs. <laughs> I like peahogs. Thank you. Uh, actually, I do think it is technically called fogs. I actually looked it up, and they got the name from mixing physics and dogs. So I was right fogs. is what you're mm-hmm. saying. Anyway, we're going to be moving <laughs> I mean, it, it only would have made sense that it was fogs. I mean, that's what the pH sound does. Pogs? I think it's kind no. of a more fun name. Yeah. Or P-Hogs, I think, is, is just more wild. Give me, give me a, a word in the English language that has P-H in it that doesn't go... And and I'll believe you. Philadelphia. Wait. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just kept thinking of Pogs whenever I saw it, even though I in I my know. head I think Fogs, but like whenever I see it right now, I immediately think of... I mean, is anybody listening... Old enough to remember Pogs? Uh, I loved Pogs. Oh, I collected them all Pogs the time. were the best. I was also, I mean, the more obvious one, especially if we're talking dated references, is Cat Dog, except yes. two dogs. So yep. Dog Dog. That's what the game should have been, is Dog Dog. Yeah, that actually would have been clever. I remember even as a kid being like, how do they poop? <laughs> all right, Questions that's a conversation really for answer. another podcast, Liz. So in Fogs... You play a two-headed dog named Red and Blue, and you are going on a wacky adventure doing things. And that's it. You are It's a top-down puzzle co-op game, which you can play solo, but don't recommend doing that. This is clearly meant to be – it's clearly designed to be a co-op game. And you can either do it local or you can do it online, which is a really nice addition. But Fox is brought to you by a small studio known as Bitloom Games. So – since I was the kind of the one who suggested this, I guess I will start. For me, though, I think I'm going to give this a pass. Uh, there's things about Fogs I did enjoy. But overall, though, I was kind of bored. Uh, there's, there's, It's a good co-op game. Me and Liz obviously played quite a bit together. And I think this game is incredibly accessible. So if you do have small children, I think this game will be great. And I'm sure Keith can give us a little more insight with that. But as a hardcore gamer, I didn't find the puzzles too intuitive controls very basic so for me i was just kind of bored but there was things i did enjoy about it so i would have to say honestly in line with andrew on this one for me this is kind of a pass as a game i absolutely agree it's very accessible there's cheeky fun things about it it and it's not a bad game as our all as a whole but it really for me unless you're playing it multiplayer it's just boring to play solo the puzzles aren't overly complicated enough that it it's worth the time. And when you're playing with one controller, it can actually get a bit confusing. So if you've got someone to play with, whether it's, you know, your small child or a friend, whoever it may be, it's a lot of fun there because there's this back and forth and you're trying to work together and then it becomes a little bit more difficult. But otherwise, I don't know. I'd have a hard time recommending it to anybody who just wasn't looking to find a game to play with somebody. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys. It's a pass for me, but a game if you're playing with kids. And for me, I remember playing Human Fall Flat and like 
pulling Andrew off and killing him, and I thought it was hilarious and yeah. funny. I didn't get that with this, you know? I killed Andrew so many times. It just wasn't as enjoyable. <laughs> well, in this game, it was honestly probably not as much intentional, because even doing that would be kind of hard. Like, human fall flat, you could kind of run up, grab somebody, and just start dragging them along. This game has enough of, like, equal control from each side of the fog, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, actually, they call it a worm in the game, which is also just a weird thing. So your worm has equal control from both sides, so you can't even really do fun stuff like, hey, I'm just going to mess with you. At worst, you can, like, grab onto something and just be a nuisance, Yeah, but not even in fun ways. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's there's kind of uh, plenty of things I want to talk about at that end of the gameplay. But first, we're going to start off with story. And that's it. All right, so we're going to go into gameplay. <laughs> no, so there's, like, nothing for story. I've even tried looking up, like, is there a hidden story? Like, what is the whole purpose of this being? Are, are you a god? Are you just, like, <laughs> are you just, like, this just obnoxious a creature? Are you helping these people? Are you terrorizing them? I could not figure out what the, what was going on. The I game literally starts be... off, like, you living in clouds, and it looks like you're under, like, a Buddha statue, and it's just, like... Go have fun. You're looking for bones. I swear that might be one of my all-time favorite weird Andrew, let me fill a, stop, a plot line in here, is are these gods? And actually, I will give it to you. Actually, I, I forgot about the little Buddha statue type of thing, or at least statue of some sort. So there is that, but that that's a good one. I got to give it to you. <laughs> See, it's not purgatory. This time you're a god. I'm surprised <laughs> you, you didn't bring in ascended. purgatory. I mean... No, it couldn't be purgatory because no. at, at the very least, we can give it the description of the game, which I forgot about most of it. But it mentioned something about or the trailer, rather, or basically you're just doing the, the dog's three favorite things, eating, sleeping and playing. Yeah. And so all the levels are just kind of designed around that. But um, yeah, that's about the extent of the storyline. But yeah. maybe that's just like the life of a dog. There's well, no story, really. They just Because <gasps> you're getting petted all the time. Are you? Yeah, when you go up to the characters, oh, that's they, true. They pet you. Wait, so are you are you putting the theory that like this dog is dead? And was it two like best friend dogs that get end up getting hit by the same car at the same time, and so they get melded together? Wow, <laughs> I don't. That is know, dark, maybe. man. <laughs> maybe they were just Siamese dogs in real life. You they were a two headed dog, okay, fighting with well, the four legs. Is, the thing and now they just weird. have no legs. Well, yeah. <laughs> The no legs thing for me was very weird, especially at the beginning. They're running back and forth from the screen, like putting in the um, company logo. To me, it looks like a dog dragging its butt along the carpet. The <laughs> fact that they don't have legs, they just look like they're dragging their butt along the carpet. It looks really weird when you see it at like a like lower angle because the majority of the game, the camera's very high. But yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe this is dog heaven. I hope not because this, this would be weird. This is how unfortunate it would be that you end up going to dog heaven and you're stuck with your friend. I hope you really like that friend, because you're now one being. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out in the DLC that'll never happen, because <laughs> it probably shouldn't. So, yeah, with the story, though, like, yeah, there's, as Keith said, there's three worlds. Yeah, the eat, sleep, and play, and there's multiple stages in each world. And it seems like you're collecting dog-type things. Like, me and Liz completed the play world, and we ended up getting, like, a dog bowl, and it put it by our dog bed. And it was, like, a fancy gold dog bowl. So that's what I mean. Like, are you guys gods and you're trying to collect tribute from these people or something? I, I don't know. Either way, there's no real story. You're just doing mischievous things and barking at people. 
So as far as story goes, really not much going on. But going into gameplay, so as I said, the game's called Fogs. It's supposed to be physics and dogs. And I thought the physics were very lackluster. You guys were talking about like human fall flat. When you're playing that as co-op, like it was fun to kind of interact with just non-objective things. There's like things around the map you can kind of play with, throw out your friend, you know, screw around with, play games with. Fogs didn't do that really. It was very much kind of just a linear path. You're going from like point A to point B every once in a while. There's like a little deviation for you to collect a, a hidden thing like a bone or one of the spoiling guys. But there wasn't like fun games or toys to just get you distracted to play with. And whenever you got something new to do, so for instance in the sleep one, you start playing with light and dragging it along. I, I the puzzles didn't really get harder. No, which I was kind yeah, of very easy. Yeah, I think that's what made it kind of feel boring is that you always knew exactly what to do. So you can also like connect to uh, a water hose, and then the water comes out the other end. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I feel like it was very simple. No, and I think that's what makes this game so intuitive and accessible. And there's something to be said for that. It, it is nice for that aspect. But as a whole, I agree. The, the overall gameplay was kind of just, I don't know. I was never, it, like, even some of the puzzles or some of the things that I'm going to put in quotes here, say I struggled with in terms of, like, oh, it took me three or four tries to jump off that bouncy, bouncy thing and land where I needed to. Nothing was gratifying when I actually did it. It wasn't so because it wasn't so difficult. So I guess I didn't get mad at it, but also I just went, okay, cool. I, I did that thing. It also made almost made it more annoying to not do it the first time in some ways. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that because I was really good at throwing things over. So, like, there are these uh, monsters, I guess you call them, that eat yeah, fruit. Uh, and, munchlings. Yeah. Munchlets. So, at one point, we found it was easier just to get rid of them. And I was really good at that. And then Andrew was a lot better at stretching and then grabbing. I was terrible at it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like how quickly you said that. Uh, so I guess there is some skill involved. A little bit. So yeah, overall, I was just kind of like disappointed that like I didn't feel like there was a lot of fun things I could do with my partner. Uh, so like another co-op game me and Liz are playing. Unfortunately, it's not on Game Pass, but we've been playing It Takes Two. And that game is just filled with like non-objective things that are just fun to screw around with and screw with your partner with. And yeah, these worlds, I loved the design of the worlds. I thought it was really cool. The creatures are really cool, but it just felt so lifeless. It, like it didn't feel like there was like, oh, cool. You know, we got to a market. Ah, oh, maybe there's like some fun things we could do. At most, you can eat berries and see your dog get fat. And like, that was kind of it. And I was just like, okay. Like it would have been fun if there was like some fun mini games that we could kind of toy with and play with. But no, there really wasn't much. And so you're, we're just constantly moving through this level, solving some easy puzzles and on to the next one. So I was just, I, I don't know. I, I didn't think they took full advantage of the physics, the physics aspect of the game. Yeah, if you had given me $100 and said, why is it called Fogs? I would not have said because of physics and dogs. The dogs part I might have been able to pick up, but yeah, not the physics. <laughs> there was. There is nothing physics-based about the game. Like, I, like you mentioned, or we've mentioned multiple times, Human Fall Flat is a perfect example of a physics-based game. And I'm sure we've played others, but now I, I can't think of any because you guys already talked about Human Fall Flat. <laughs> but this game is just, if anything, it's it's not good physics, actually. 
Yeah. I mean, you could definitely tell this game was designed more for a younger audience in mind, which, you know, I applaud the studio for doing it because I think they did a great job. But like with Human Fall Flat, I think one thing that also made it funny was how you're controlling each of your arms. And anytime you're grabbing on something, you have to like hold the trigger the entire time. In Fogs, you push the button once and you're locked onto that thing. You cannot be pulled off it. So it just made the puzzles extra easy. There was like a handful of times where you're dangling from a cliff and everything like that and swinging around on ropes, but it didn't matter. As long as you don't push the button, you're fine. You can't get ripped off it. Which, this is made for kids, but I feel like, I mean, I just saw this with what Keith, with what Keith said. Um, I feel like they could have made it for adults, too. Like, you have the cat dog thing. Like, you could throw some 90s stuff in there. Yeah. Or like you said earlier, like, make it so that you can be a bit of a trickster and stuff. So for me, I just felt like they kind of played it safe. Like, we're just going to make it wholly a kid's game, but... Ah. No, and I, and I will say, so, I, especially when there's a game we're playing that we can play, but I, I oftentimes play with my girlfriend's son. He's eight years old, going on nine, so he's, like, right in that age group where he loves video games. He's only been playing a couple years. He's got this fresh set of eyes, and he he does love this game, and so it's definitely going to be a game that I'm going to go back and play with him because I know he enjoys it, and it's fun enough that... Yeah, you can enjoy kind of watching them play and and all of that, but it's nothing that I just would go pick up myself or, you know, Aaron, Andrew and I are playing and I say, hey, Andrew, do you want to just hop on and play some Fogs with me? Because there's also (laughs) a certain point once you beat the game, like you're not going to go back and replay the levels, I can't imagine. But as far as the gameplay, like you said, it's just simple enough that it's so easy to understand. The controls aren't overly complicated. But what ends up being difficult and really was the hardest part about playing with a, you know, eight, nine year old is, I don't know, a little bit distracted. Although he did get a couple puzzles that I was having trouble with. (laughs) So maybe he's the smarter one. I don't know. But all I'd say, I I definitely would recommend play, like play with your kids. If you've got kids in that age or younger, even, I, I mean, I think as young as five even could really pick this up, especially if they already do some gaming. But you're not going to sit down and play with your friends. It's not even a party game because it's two people. Yeah. It's it, it kind of lackluster on, on that front. And that's where I just, I think for me as a whole, I, I can't get behind it as a game. Yeah, you you can do two people. And I actually like how they did the co-op. There's multiple different options you could do. As you said, there's online, there's couch co-op, but there's also share one controller co-op. So AKA as, solo. Yeah, or solo. there's no difference. Well, I don't know. It is. I me and Liz never ended up trying because we don't want to get that close to each other. But <laughs> I think gross. it would be kind of interesting to actually play with one controller with another friend. So, yeah, as Keith said, there really isn't many controls. You literally have stretch, uh, bite Grab. slash bark, and then moving around. So it's essentially kind of like three different things you do. Uh, then you have like emotes if you're playing on one controller. But the emotes, I don't understand the purpose of it because – you're going to be talking to your friend. I don't know why you would want emotes, but it's. I guess it's if there. you're. No, you can you can do it if you're playing online. Yeah, probably. you can. But so I guess you could. I think it'd be weird they to don't, be playing a game like this and not be talking to your friend you're playing online with. Yeah, it absolutely would be. And the emotes are just like, "Yay, happy dog, yeah. sad dog, sleepy Derpy dog. dog," and then yeah, what the objective is? It's yeah, it's very basic. But I, I was yeah, I was disappointed in kind of the lack of kind of what you can do, your abilities. So I don't know if you saw the trailer, Keith or Liz, but the first vibe I got from seeing the trailer, to me, reminded me a lot of Untitled Goose Game. 
because, you know, the dogs are going around, they're barking, they're chasing people, they're causing all sorts of mischief. Absolutely doesn't happen in the game. And that's what really disappointed me. This is kind of what I mean of like, start to like harp on it more, but how there's not like fun, goofy things to distract you with. You don't really get to act, interact with the citizens. Every once in a while, one will kind of like tell you an objective to do, like, hey, I want this item. You give them the item, they give you a bone. But it's not like, hey, cool, let's, you know, like an Untitled Goose game where you're stealing the kids' glasses and running around with it and doing fun things. That doesn't happen in this game. It was so disappointing. I wanted that. I wanted to be barking and chasing a kid up a tree or something. That would have been funny. Us chasing a cat. Dang it. I know I say it all the time. I have nothing to say because Andrew just said everything I was going to say. I was going to complain that it wasn't Goose Game and <laughs> the kid with the glasses because that is by far the funniest part. I know it's a little bit bullying. I'm sorry. And it's nothing wrong with having glasses. Liz has glasses. I'm looking at her right now. But I man almighty, chasing that kid around as a goose and making him trip and fall was like the all-time funniest thing to me in a video game at least. And so like I was really disappointed that, yeah, I couldn't like be messing around with the environment and like have more objectives like that. I'm fine with them doing a lot of the uh, objectives the way that they did have like an ultimate end goal to move level to level, but yeah, make some more interaction, chase somebody around, steal something from some, you know, steal a picnic lunch, something like that. Just nothing. It's boring. Like I said, the most you can do is eat somebody's berries. I also think that it wasn't very rewarding with collecting the bones because you just buy hats and some of the hats are kind of lame. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll like, there'll be like a cool one, but I mean, it doesn't really. I don't get excited about it. Yeah, that's a very good point. They, the collectibles were just, they were like to me just unnecessary added content. I was never like, yes, let's get the bones. Yes, let's. I'm, I need more hats. The hats, don't get me wrong, some of them are pretty funny. You know, having your dog stick its having its head through a piece of toast, pretty funny. But then there's some that are just really kind of lame and just like, yeah, I'll never wear that. You know, a dog wearing a pizza hat. It's like, eh, okay. Dogs wearing pizza is hilarious. Don't you, don't you blaspheme like that. But yeah, it wasn't very rewarding, which is just sad. But Keith, so did you did did you have to look up anything on YouTube? Um, no, I did because I didn't really play through as many levels as I would have liked to because I just could not gear myself up to play this game by myself. Because it just was so lackluster as a single player game, especially. Like, if I had more multiplayer game, I would have done it, but I just, I had a hard time. So I kind of looked up a couple levels just to get an experience of them, honestly. I almost pulled the Liz in some ways that way. Uh, <laughs> as a result, with them. I saw some of the things that when I got was playing that level, I went, oh, okay, I already kind of know how to do this. But it was so funny to me because actually on that whole like, oh, I'm playing with them. Like we joke about Liz, but when I was watching at least one of the videos, I'm watching them do the same thing over and over again and fail and going, what is wrong with this idiot? It is right in front of your face. <laughs> Just There's like three things you can do right now and you're doing none of them. And they ultimately succeeded because they were trying to like jump this weird gap when all they had to do was move a watermelon. Why they didn't just move the watermelon, I don't know. They made it more difficult for themselves. But, uh, yeah, it was funny to me that I'm just watching going, how how do you not see this? So, yeah, there yeah was some puzzles. I, I did watch some YouTube, but I didn't do it for puzzle purposes. There were some puzzles I think me and Liz definitely didn't solve the right way. Like, we just ended yeah. up like stretching our way in a proper angle and just, oh, we got it. That's good enough. We win. You also got stuck a lot. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't know about you, Keith, but we ended up, I guess, glitches. I don't know. They were just like clipping issues. Um, we would just get like stuck in a mushroom that you're growing or something. And luckily, this game is very forgiving. If you fall off a cliff or if you're stuck, you can press start, hit respawn, and it like just drops you right there. And it keeps your like progress going. So it, it's not punishing at all. But yeah, unfortunately, I, I found there to be quite a bit of glitches. Just our dog getting caught on random things. I didn't find. I don't know if I thought it was glitchy, but maybe it was. But yeah, there was definitely weird things that, at least as long, I, I never had an instance where both heads got stuck, just one. So at least I was able to just like grab onto something and it just sort of elastic yourself to where you need to be. I didn't find it too bad that way, but yeah, I definitely found a few instances where I was like, "What? What am I stuck on right now? And what is going on?" Something that really bothered you, Andrew, was the camera angles. Oh my gosh, and yes. That's something uh, I feel yes. like we should bring up because I there I feel like there just should have been a way that even if it's just one person could kind of like pan out or just look around. I, I hated it. Yeah, even if I couldn't control the camera, I would have liked if it gave me the option to zoom in or zoom out a little bit. Like just like three different levels of zoom that you could maybe toggle. But yeah, you can't control the camera at all, so it's fixed and its location. And yeah, there was a handful of times where we're like stuck behind something and it's like, I don't know what I'm stuck behind because I can't see it. And so we'd end up just having to respawn ourselves because it's just like, whatever, it's not worth the time trying to wiggle our way out. But yeah, the camera angle really annoyed me. Well, quick question, actually, for you guys, because did you did either of you play it solo at all or just kind of? I did a little or bit. Did you? I, you I did. did. Okay. I did like a level or two and I agree. It was just once I started to figure out like, OK, yeah, this is this head. This controls this head. It just, it just wasn't very fun. <laughs> well, I, this is a purely a personal. I just couldn't get my head around it. But it's, it's like you were talking about with the camera angle, especially playing single player because I'm sitting there with a full controller, and I'm so used to first person shooters. Really, any modern day game, which this still is, so it's not as though it's not a modern game. But any modern day game, it's like one can one stick controls kind of the camera, the other one controls your movement. And in this case where everything was movement, I found myself a lot of times when I was playing single player, like trying to move the camera, and then I just mess up all my my movement and I'm just like, ugh, this just sucks. <laughs> like it's just not really a fun game to play solo. If if there's someone who listens to this and plays this game and thinks it's better solo, please let us know. I I would really love to know your opinion it's not an insult i just i would love to know a good reason why this is a fun solo game <laughs> like there's a lot of games out there and, and and you laugh and i am making a joke but in all seriousness there's some games that like have to be co-op and have to be couch co-op like i think overcooked was like that right you couldn't just play single player by yourself no you can okay it, it, it's I two can. people and you switch between them gotcha oh, yeah, yeah it's awful but it's pretty bad it's, it's difficult and, and it's still not great but at least it makes more sense to me, I think, than just like moving two bodies at the same time. And I think it's a cool concept. And I like what they were doing with it, but they just didn't embrace it enough to make it fun. At least not single player. There but is it just ends up being a game like like Overcooked, where yeah, it can be single player, but only play it if you're playing with friends. There is a game though that does do this, and it's strictly single player, and I actually think they did a fantastic job, and that's two brothers. I don't know if you've ever played that. But I've seen it. I've never played it. Everyone always assumed it was a co-op game, and they specifically said, no, this is a single-player game where you control both brothers, like an older and a younger brother, and you're solving puzzles. And it, it's really good. I I think it's on Game Pass. It might have just got removed, but 
That's a fun one. That, that actually does a really good job, like actually having you play single player with two people. But another thing that was really just another just big miss, because it would have been so good. I was so disappointed in the lack of characters. Like, so I was reading an AMA from the developers and they specifically were like, oh, you know, the dogs, you know, red, I think was supposed to be the more kind of crazy trickster mischievous type and the blue one is supposed to be kind of a genius. Did you guys pick up any of those traits? What? <laughs> exactly. And this is what I mean. Like, I would have loved, 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 loved if they actually did create personalities in this game. The dogs themselves, they look exactly the same and they don't do anything different. So I didn't get any personalities from them. And I think I loved the like creature designs in this world. Really cool. I love the designs of the world. It would have been great if you had like friends that talk to you or just like reoccurring characters because i think this i think the studio could have created some really funny lovable like npcs in this game i completely agree and some like funny dialogue like even if there wasn't dialogue like without like we said with untitled goose game we thought the kid with the glasses is really funny or like the farmer they don't have any dialogue options like they don't say anything but like they had a personality and this game really needed some characters no, that's a that's a really good point because it could have even been a, a very simple and I, I say very simple, but I guess it probably would have changed a lot of the dynamic of the puzzles. But I think for the better, because it would have made them just more diverse. It would have made them feel like, hey, I have to think about what I'm doing here, not I'm doing one of three things. But if like you're like you said, the red dog, your right bumper, which was the way I kept remembering that for myself, red R, right? So just a hot tip for you if you are playing single player but that said is like if that side like you said he's more mischievous he has bark and bite and then the left bumper he has you know like the stretch and i don't know a fourth thing that i can't think of basically but like (laughs) you it would still have worked single player because you would have had full control to do that and then when you're playing you have like okay you're playing as as red i need you to go do this and i'm gonna go do this because that's my task but i'll keeping it within that realm of how far you can stretch and all that stuff. Like I think that would have made it so much more fun. Yeah. No, I agree. And I also going back to the characters real quick, the giant worm snake thing, yeah. you go into his mouth when you complete the level. I always sounded like was a yawn. He made me so tired. <laughs> I, I yawned so much playing this because it was just like a reaction. I could hear somebody yawn and I start like yawning. I'm just like, this game is going to put me to sleep. <laughs> No, it didn't make sense. And I thought it was just because I was playing the sleep world at first and it would have made sense there. But then I started playing the other world. And I was like, why is he still making that noise? <laughs> and also, if you're traveling through these big worms and you're kind of this weird worm dog, why not have just made every character some sort of like worm related thing? Like really embrace that. Be like, hey, it's just a worm world where everything's a worm. But no, they just took the main character and that. Stretched and him out. Those are worms. <laughs> yeah. Which I think graphically, I mean, talking about like the the sleep world, I think that was my favorite. The color palette, you kind of had yeah. like the the patchwork on things, and you had the what was it, like a moon orb, and I actually really loved the graphics of that level. The other ones, the food and play, I thought were good too. But I mean, for instance, play like you're going to that world, and there are puzzle pieces. Why does a dog want? Pu- they don't make puzzles like that. But you play with puzzles. Dogs do. Jigsaw puzzles? Well, 
they're not technically dogs, which also, too, I wanted to make a comment. I like at the very, when you start the game, it specifically says, hey, this is a magical dog that can eat things. Please don't feed these things to your dog. I like that they put that warning oh in there God. for people. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's one of the signs that, like, hey, this is for kids. Like, yeah, that, You're going to see this dog do some things knowing that it's a dog. But you don't just do said this he's not really. a dog. You just said he's it not is. a dog. I mean, well, it is and it isn't. They're definitely dog heads. Yeah. There's, but it's technically a worm. Why not for some frisbees out there? That's all I'm saying. Instead of puzzle <laughs> pieces. Kind of just, that's I don't know if I said it already. It also just bothered me that it called it a worm. It's not a worm. It's two dogs. I don't know. It was very strange. I didn't get it. Oh, instead of cat dog, they did worm dog. They were like, we <laughs> can't copy worm it. Dog. We'll get sued or something. <laughs> it's just fox. <laughs> <laughs> this game makes no sense and not really in a good way. <laughs> Maybe worms in another language start with PH and they're from there. So they were like, oh, let's trick They're from the UK. Oh, never mind. <laughs> they have different slang. <laughs> Is there another word for worms? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. But we'll go with that theory, Liz, for you. If I get my purgatory theory, that could be your theory. <laughs> oh, but as far as graphics, though, I loved the design of the worlds. I thought, I like, the first world we ended up doing was eat. And so it's just. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought that was like, supposed to be the first world, but you can actually go to any worlds any time that you want. So even if you just want to switch things up, you don't have to like completely finish a stage of a world. You can just go to the other one. But yeah, I, the color palette in E is just super bright. A lot of neons. You know, you have like various levels of like you're building like a hot fudge sundae or you're making gelatin. I thought it was really cool, and I loved the characters. Like there's a giant octopus, you know, swimming in a big old vat of chocolate as it's like making up uh, chocolate soup. And it just, I wish there was just more personality. And it just made me so sad. Isn't that the life? I know. <laughs> you just have people like throwing marshmallows in your mouth and stuff. All right, and that was <laughs> the other thing too. With that world, 90% of the creatures are bathing in the food. And it's like, I don't think yeah. I would ever want to eat anything in this world. Especially the dog. The, your dog is constantly swimming in the vats of soup and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think I want to eat any of that. <laughs> but no one complains about hair. I was going to say, as far as the overall worlds. I I I actually liked the the food world the best. I I liked the bright colors. I don't know, fun food just makes me happy. <laughs> this the sleep world was the one I played the most of, but and and I only did play one of the play world. But what I thought was kind of cool and sort of dipping my toes back into gameplay for just a second is at least on the game or on the play world the one level I played. The ways that you got those stars were, I want to say mini games, but at least somewhat different, it felt like. I don't know. Like when you had to pull and shoot the little, the cannon to pop the yeah. balloons. Like it it shook the game up enough and that was the world that would make sense for it. But that's just my two cents on that, where I would say that might be my favorite world if that kind of continues because it made it a little bit more challenging. I, I kind of agree, but like I, I didn't think it really shook up enough. Because I still saw the puzzles, and it was still very much like, oh, it wants us to grab this and stretch and grab that thing. It, it, still, it was still just kind of like a, a redesign of puzzles we've already encountered. So that's why for me, I was just kind of like, eh, we've already kind of done this thing, so I know what I'm doing. Because, yeah, you still got, like, the launcher in the food world. You created a pizza by launching cheese on a pizza. So it's like, I knew the mechanics already. It was just kind of redesigned. So for me, it wasn't really changing up the gameplay for me. I was just kind of like, yeah, same puzzle over again. 
But I thought the I agree with Liz. I thought the Sleep World had kind of a more fun mechanic of you're collecting these orbs. You have to change it from night and day, and like doors are opening. All these screaming alarms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some creatures that when they sleep actually create oh, a bridge yeah. that you have to cross. I thought the Sleep World had actually some cool mechanics to it. Well, see, and, that was what that was a thing kind of comparing again with gameplay as far as the overall camera design. I did like that on the sleep world where you had to like go to a certain direction to get the the little orc or whatever his dream bubble to change so it could create that bridge. Yeah. But I think it would have been more fun if I had to actually control it. It wasn't just like, eh, run in this direction, you got it now. And run in the direction that you have to run to do that thing. That took away from it, but it was a really cool design and I liked that. Yeah. So yeah, overall, I, I loved the characters in the worlds. Great color palette. Just, it lacked depth. Made me so sad. What did you think? Because you hate certain noises. Like your voice? Yeah. So, (laughs) did the screaming alarms, like, because you really, Andrew really hates repetitive noises. Like, he's very, like, noise sensitive. A little bit. Luckily, I thought the alarm clocks were first kind of funny because they keep, they running around, keep saying, I'm an alarm, I'm an alarm, wake up. But they didn't overstay their welcome. It wasn't something like I wasn't. You weren't going into an area where there's like forty of those things going off. Yeah, I would be done with that level super quick if that was the case. But no, you only like interact with a handful of times, and they weren't too bad. Um, <laughs> Get it? Times. <laughs> but overall, once again, kind of with the boring characters. I thought the music was boring. The music was putting me to sleep. You guys were talking about the. The snake yawning when you go into its mouth. Honestly, the music was putting me to sleep. It's very just light, settles, beep, beep and bops. And I was just like, this is putting me to sleep. I'm really thinking this game is just for little kids. Because I'm like thinking about other like games for all ages and stuff. And I'm just like, there really isn't anything in this that even music wise that would like draw an older audience in. Not that music usually draws me into a game, but like I just <laughs> like graphically it looks like a kid's game. I don't know. It, this is for me. It definitely is something that is great for a parent to play with a kid. You know, when Viper gets older, I think I would enjoy playing this game. I think I'd still be bored. <laughs> Give me a game well, that is fun yeah, for all ages. But but that's sort of what I was saying earlier is I, I wasn't excited by the gameplay at that point, but like when you're playing with them, it's something that's so easily accessible and like they're laughing and ha- they're laughing and having a good time because for them, it, you know, they haven't experienced all these games. They don't know what they're, they're missing out on. I don't want to say missing out on, but they don't know how simplistic it is, I guess. Yeah. They're but not it, jaded like just, us. <laughs> exactly. You're, it's it's going to be the fun of watching them play more than anything is what it ends up to. I can watch them play something that I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Just why you're not playing with them, Liz. Come on, sweetie, you're, play The Witcher. Mommy wants to watch you. <laughs> like, well, Stardew Valley. You love Stardew Valley. That's co-op now. If Piper was six years old, she was playing some video games, and like she wanted to sit down and play with you. Would you let her play Stardew Valley with you? Oh no, Liz would be pissed. No, yeah, exactly. You, no, Did you dig no, up she my mess crops? Up your farm? No, because you can start she, a new level. You can start a new game. She digs up your have, crops though. And you're you can done. have multiple games going on, and you can just no, no. I guarantee you, she ran around just started digging up all your crops. Even if it was a new game, you'd be so frustrated that you mix up all get the chests. Listen, right now I got over like twelve million dollars in my Stardew game. She can do whatever she wants to my crops. I don't care. 
Sell all your animals, (laughs) delete your buildings. Yeah, it's fine. But at the same time, like, I would create a new game, start from fresh, you know? So, I mean, it wouldn't bother me at all. (laughs) Uh, I do love seeing, like, people posting of, like, their video game stories of kids completely ruining their game. Oh, especially in a game like Minecraft and all that. Like, oh. oh. Yeah, I saw one of uh, Legend of Zelda... The oh, the guy Breath who had, like, a hundred of those, like, crazy arrows. Yeah, and the kid literally shot orcs like... and literally got rid of all his ancient arrows that he spent <laughs> hours collecting and then saved the game. It's like, oh, man. That's oh, those, the joys of parenthood. <laughs> but, yeah, so this is definitely a game that's it's safe to play with a kid. I mean, they're not going to delete the game. Because also, too, it's not a terribly long game. The time to beat for main story is about seven and a half hours to complete getting everything it's averaging about nine and a half so not a very long game really something very simple and easy you can kind of pick up and play for a little bit do a couple stages call it quits i mean each stage i think me and liz were averaging like 10 to 15 minutes per like stage like we were we were knocking them out pretty quick so yeah it's not a very huge time consuming game but as far as achievements go though overall i think they're 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 in the fun bucket but not so much the achievement hunter bucket well you could probably do Achievement Hunters because it's only seven and a half hours. But the achievements were very much like there were this was also this is kind of what I mean of like sorry, once again a harp on it. How there's not things to do in the game. The achievements were designed to encourage you to do things in the world. Like get run over by a train. Get run over by a train, knock over uh, a couple like a stack of like blocks, uh put marshmallows into the soup instead of what were we trying to put in chocolate? really kind of simple things but like it didn't do anything we put the marshmallows in and we got the achievement but it's not like there was any interaction from the characters so it's just kind of like okay i just got the achievement so the achievements are very simple you got you obviously of course got the handful of collect every bone collect all the collectibles collect all the hats but once again that's still not very hard to do each level has about four or five bones and yeah they're like i said take about 15 minutes to do so overall the achievements they're a little fun. You can maybe do it if you're Achievement Hunter. But as far as achievements go, didn't get a whole lot. because well, I played it yours, so I, I have like zero. You have zero, but you have what I have because we played this together. Yeah. Which was, what, 225? Yes. But we weren't really trying to get all the bones and We stuff. weren't. Yeah. And we were actually weren't even looking at the achievements. We were just kind of playing the game and then, oh, hey, you did a thing. We're like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> there is a handful, too, that are also secret achievements, so you don't even know what they're saying. But yeah, so getting into our final thoughts on Fogs. For me, as I said, I give it a pass. I, I wasn't, I just was pretty bored playing it, but there was fun things about it. I still like it. I still had some fun with it. Um, I think for me, I'm just going to give it a good boy 70. Because yeah, I, I enjoyed the graphics. I love the world designs. I, I Some of the puzzles were kind of fun, but after a while, you, once you understand the mechanics, a lot of it was just kind of rehashing of some of the puzzles. So I, I was just getting bored real quick. But when my daughter gets older, this is definitely a game I think I would love to play with her. Uh, so as far as a personal do I want to – like is this a game I want to play all the time? No, it still ends up being a pass for me. It's a game I know I'm going to play. It, it's I've, I've introduced so it. sad about it. <laughs> I'm no, it because it, 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 I did have fun when I was playing it in like as a as a co-op game, 
but yeah, I, I know I'll end up playing it more because I know he's going to want to play it more and, and I'm fine with that. I didn't hate playing it. I just, it's nothing that I, I was excited to play. I'd rather sit down and play Sea of Thieves, which he also plays. So that's probably what I'm going to direct him to if I can. But if I end up playing this game again, I play it again. It's, there's nothing really bad about it. It's just the gameplay kind of is boring and there's nothing exciting about it. Nothing engaging. It's not even overly complicated. Um, I've been thinking, thinking long and hard about this, and I, I, she I said. think I, <laughs> I don't think we needed that. She said joke, but I think I give this like a stretched seventy-five. Whoa, yeah. So I feel bad because my <laughs> score is really low, but I'm gonna give it a sixty-five. I didn't dread the game, but I also didn't find any excitement <laughs> i i really just middle of the road i like the graphics i mean that's where the majority of my points are going it was really cute you know i i don't even know what to say about it i <laughs> i just because i mean like i these aren't games on game pass but on the switch like the mario odyssey and zelda and all these like ga- like games that i feel like are for everyone I, I just this for me is the little kid game I I just I can't get into it I would if like if a kid was like oh will you play this with me I'd be like sure why not <laughs> <laughs> but looking at Metacritic 81 from critics and it's a newer game so the users it's TBD and um, the, the only user written review is an 8 so it's uh it's around 80 right now and our angry co-host isn't back no. I bet he would call this a dog turd. <laughs> no, it would be too fitting. It was, it was he, they can't that poop. That's true. They, they're or maybe a that's hole. a way to taunt them. You'd be like, oh, you can't poop. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> but anyway, for once, we actually have a, a shorter episode this time. Very short. It feels weird. But uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you have any game suggestions, we have a couple coming up. So we're looking forward to it. Thank you for those who have emailed us or wrote us a message to recommend a game for us to check out. Uh, if you have a recommendation, you can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. And check out our Facebook where we post the pictures of our scores and our Twitter and other places. Check us out. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, I'm so Go. sorry. I was just going to say, I just realized, like, the first year that – we started doing this podcast. Keith was the one that was more critical. He was like the low score person. I feel like this year it's me. It's all right, Liz. It's twenty twenty one. It's it's a it's a year for all of us. I know Keith <laughs> Keith became a happier, more positive person and you've just become miserable. <laughs> An old true. You <laughs> we we can take that conversation offline. I think there's a lot more going on there. But anyways, I've been Keith. I don't. I still don't have anything exciting to say. I don't know. You could say bark you later. Bronk you later. What? I don't know. That's what I thought you said. So that's I'm what I said. That out. That was awful. No, don't. I'd like it to say bronk you later. All right. I'm Liz the Noob Gamer Tag. Come <laughs> on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz the Noob Noob is EW. Thank you all once again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. <laughs> the slur. <laughs> And with that note, thank you, Liz. Uh, We hope to see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye.